Albert Einstein once said that play is the highest form of research. Well, let's get ready to do some research. This is Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast, and I am your host, Adam Peterson. Before we get to today's episode, gotta give a huge shout out to the guys behind our intro music that we use, Brian and Neil, my buddies from the band Cuckoo Kangaroo. Visit cuckoocangaroo.com to see more of their music and awesome merch, as well as check out their YouTube channel. And a big thank you to our sponsor of Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast, Jose and Sean, my friends from Berto & Co. If you don't know what Berto & Co. is, use the shopping link in the show notes to visit BertoAndCo.com to see top-notch teacher planners, at-home planners, t-shirts, and more with the coolest designs on them. And when you use that shopping link and use the promo code ADAMP15, you will save yourself 15% off your order at BertoAndCo.com. Let's get to today's topic. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. So excited for another episode of Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast. And today's guest, I've been wanting to get her on for a while because I just love, love, love her genius ideas. One of my good friends, presenter, kindergarten teacher, and just phenomenal human being. So today, welcome to the show, my good friend, Kim Giordano. How are you? Great, Adam. How are you? I'm good. I always feel like I say your name the wrong way, like Kim Giordano or Giordano or... (laughs) It, it goes either way. If you were Italian, say Giordano, but we just go by Giordano. It's there you totally go. That's, I should start saying it like that. So um, we are in the midst of the, <laughs> I feel like I've said this on every episode. We're in the midst of a virtual pandemic or a, a pandemic and we're virtual learning. And I didn't think I'd continue saying that, but since schools are going to be virtual, a lot of us, I thought, let's continue the conversation with, with virtual play-based ideas. But before we get to those ideas for listeners that might not know who you are, can you tell us a little bit? about yourself as a teacher and I'm already sweating just being back on zoom (laughs) it's like oh my god I am going to have to most likely because I live in southern California go back virtually it's it's still tentative but I've got about two weeks before they really decide so um but I've been teaching over 30 years kindergarten is my I just live breathe eat kindergarten I adore it I've been researching all kinds of things all summer to how to go back either hybrid or regular or Zooming. And so it looks like we're gonna be Zooming. So I'm actually excited to talk to you about some play ideas because 24 kindergartners on Zoom is how we're (laughs) starting out. 24 kindergartners I haven't met. So, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the hard part is, is the, un, the, un, I keep using that word, the unknown. And, and Trisha and I were talking about that the other day. Listeners, Trisha is my wife. If you haven't figured that out yet on the previous episodes, she teaches second grade. Um, and, and she even said the same thing about kindergarten. She's like, I, I know it's going to be tough if we go virtual for second grade because I don't know all the first graders coming up to me. But she goes, I can't imagine five year olds starting their first time at school in front of a camera, like not knowing who their teacher is, you know? And then, and the other thing I keep thinking about is new students, like brand new students to a district who don't know any other kids. And that one, I think worries me more than anything else for those little ones that that don't know the people they're going to be seeing on screen at all. I know. I'm really hopeful. We've had no discussions on how we're going to do this. I'm hoping I can do a drive by and please show my face or sit on the sidewalk and read a story from a few feet away. I just can't imagine. Here's part of the problem too. I'm old now. There's going to be 24 little heads on that screen. And I hate, like I put on my glasses. I'm like, oh, I look like <laughs> Grandma Moses, you know, trying to see them all. And you haven't even met them yet to have a connection. And who are you in the corner? Right. So I'm yeah. really hopeful that I can stop by, take a picture, put a picture with names so that I can familiarize myself with my kinders. I know a hand, I'll know a handful of them, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Um, 
as far as you know, some kids are going to go in our district. You have to zoom for the year, or you or you choose to come back traditional slash hybrid. So we haven't gotten those really? data back yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, they're not saying it's a definite that you can't come back, but if we're doing hybrids, you have to balance it out with the classes and how many kids and okay. and staff and fit. So it's a little crazy. That's but insane, that yeah. being said, I'm going to give it my best shot. I, mean, I know you will. <laughs> we survived the March to to June, so um, yeah. At least we've had some practice now, right? We, we've we've had a little bit of practice, not just being thrown into it. So yeah, so, I can turn on the Zoom and actually see the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to go back to something you said when you just said everything about me screams kindergarten. I I totally agree. I listeners, if you're not, we'll talk about how to follow Kim at the end. But if you're not already following her Instagram page, it, it totally screams kindergarten. And that's one of the things that fascinates me most about you. I always tell people when I'm presenting like if you're not following this lady follow her but don't get overwhelmed because she is the most craftiest person you're ever going to meet in your life like I your stuff is is amazing the thing I love most about your stuff when I say stuff like your pictures and the things you do with your students is it's true kindergarten stuff like and I hope you take this as a compliment that you're not someone who's jumped into the whole digital everything and you're not someone who's about uh, what I feel about all the like latest trends when it comes to the classroom like yours is wholehearted kindergarten stuff and that's what i love to see the crafts and the games and the simple things and when you say well, ice cream kindergarten that's that's so true well thank i take that as a compliment so thank you i, well, I actually so. like after all this zooming and technology and kids be on ipad all this time when i go back that is the last thing i want to do with my kids right and so um engagement's going to be huge this idea of games with a class or just getting them wanting to come back i think that's a huge I mean, if they're just sitting there and not getting to, I just feel like I'm going to have to be, I'm going to date myself with something like romper room, like something from a hobo, you know, <laughs> long ago. I did lots of slides and I created ones to work with the kids because I knew my kids right. and I knew that, but um, I'm being expected now to be on way longer than I was with older children. Yeah. So um, the idea of keeping them engaged and doing games and getting to know you things, especially at the beginning of the school year are going to be huge so that they want to come back. Right. I don't want to do really any technology per se. I'm going to read them a book so they get to know me. I want to do everything live. So I'm going to be setting up my classroom with bulletin boards and, you know, slide my computer around or something so that they can get a feel of the classroom, not a feel of looking at, um, you know, slides maybe later when you've taught them some things. But they need to you know, know you. Yeah, they need to know you and they need to get to know each other and they need to know, they need to know what school can be. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm a big tech guy too. I love the digital stuff. There's some really cool things happening, but if that's what we do, then to me, that's not, not school, you know, like school is engagement and activity and, and everything we're going to talk about today, the, the play side of it and, and getting to be a kid, right? Like being getting a kid be a, again. Getting to be a kid, getting to know their goofy, goofy teacher. So just, I'm just, just, I thought kind of brainstorms. I, I made a list of ideas. You are so prepared. I love that. <laughs> which is perfect because I'm going to need to do it anyway. So I kind of called some friends, asked what they did. I told them what I did and I got some fun ideas that I just want to share with you today. No, I love so, that. And I know that one of the things I always talk about in here is, is, is the true definition of the word play. And, and I know when people hear play, they think blocks and kitchen sets, and that's not really all it is. Like play, the definition uses three words that we talk about a lot on the show and it's activity, engagement, and enjoyment. And if, if we can find ways, even over this screen type of school to keep kids actively engaged, I personally believe that those two words then tie into the idea of enjoying it. And if they're actively engaged, then there's no doubt in my mind 
that they're going to enjoy the learning that's happening. And, and I know with, with your expertise on this, I, I'm, I don't doubt that you've got some amazing ideas to do just those. So I'm excited to hear them. Just a couple little things at the beginning. I thought some, these are kind of, kind of old school things that I do in my classroom, things that I've done over the years. I, I only brought one prop because I know this is a podcast, but I can explain it too. That's all um, right. It's my first podcast, so you know me, I'm kind of the Vanna White of speaking. It's hard for me <laughs> to have anything in my hands. So we can describe it. We'll describe it the best we can. <laughs> yeah, so one thing is you make a, take a little picture frame, an empty one, take the glass out and decorate it however you want. And then I'm thinking it would be really fun just to greet my kids in the morning, which I do in class, but on Zoom and say, right. I'm looking through my window, I'm looking through my window, I'm looking through my window. And I see my friend Adam and greet all the kids with either a picture frame or giant sunglasses or something that keeps them wanting to look at you. Right. So just fun things, a magic mirror, take the mirror out, you know, kind of thing and be looking at everybody so that you get them saying, oh, they're going to say, when's she going to say my name kind of thing? I love the picture frame idea. And how cool would that be? I know you can get like super cheap, just plain wooden picture frames. It's from the dollar store. Yeah. And have each student like decorate it in their own way. Like if you could get each of your kids, one of those, like picture that on zoom, they all have their own picture frame with, with stickers that tell about them or like colors that are their favorite colors. Like it'd be a cool way to get to know your, your students. I love that idea. That is so perfect. And getting to know my students. Another thing I do every year is something called the me bag. Mm -hmm. And so um, and it takes several weeks because God bless them. They have the attention of a gnat. So um, <laughs> they don't want to hear all their friends things that much. You have to do like two or three and then take a break. And so I'm hoping to drop off a bag, paper bag, and says they put maybe four items, their favorite color, their favorite food, um, something they like to do in the bag. And then each morning, one or two kids could share their me bag so that other children could get to know them a little bit better and know something about them. Um, let's see. The other one that's really easy to do uh, is like an I spy game. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of on my bulletin boards behind me, I'm thinking of doing a literacy and a, a math one. I can have some things up and I can say I spy, but then you can flip it and I'm gonna have smaller groups for part of the day okay. um, so that they get a little more opportunity. I think it's a little hard with all 24, right. um, but they still, they could take turns and I can say, okay, it's Adam's turn to, to spy something and we have to figure out what he's looking at on my board. Oh, that is a cool idea. So let them take turns, you know, being, and plus then they're seeing my classroom. So if I kind of right. can shuffle my, uh, my uh, computer around a little bit so they can see and get a feel of what the room looks like. I personally am comfortable going back in my classroom and teaching from my classroom because I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, so I that's what I was going to ask. You guys are, are doing virtual, but you're, you're teaching from your classroom. You're not going to be at home. Well, that's kind of a up in up the, the air, air right now, okay. but I, you can, as of now, we're supposed to be in our classroom. And even right. if they give us an option, I would prefer to be in my classroom because this is it's my easier. Yeah, It's easier, but I want them to feel me and the environment they're hopefully going to come back to soon and get excited about it. I love that I spy idea. I'm also, that just made me, like I started thinking of other ideas and brainstorming here. My, I'll never forget when my kids were in preschool. Um, they used to do this game, kind of like a, a what's missing game. And our, their teacher would do little stations where I think it happened a lot at party days because they would use party type um, figurines and whatnot. And she'd put them on a tray and have all the kids look at them and then she'd cover it up and remove something under a towel and hide it. And then she'd take the towel off and they'd have to 
see if they could figure out what was missing. So how easy would that be to do with your bulletin boards too? Like, all right, boys and girls, Miss Jordana's gonna, you know, turn off her camera. I'm gonna take something down. And then we turn it back on, something is missing from your bulletin board and they have to try to guess what it is. Well, that was actually on my list is the next was it really? is the spray game. Yes. I've always- Listeners, we did not talk about this beforehand. That, that, we did great. not, but I, even you could do um, a cookie sheet with mag, you know, magnets on different uh, pictures or different yeah. little items and then they can see it and then turn, either turn it around and pull something off or t- turn off your camera and put right. it back on. I'm probably, probably leery of turning off the camera just because of my lovely technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably lose them. So Never get I don't it back have a on. teacher this time to be on with me. My last round, my student teacher was on with me. And if I got lost, she was still there with them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Oh, this is an oldie but goodie, but how fun would this be to play on Zoom? Get, tell everyone to bring a paper plate, get, or I could put a paper plate, and they have to draw on their head Yes. So you put the paper plate on their head and they have to draw a flower or a dog and then we all show it and they probably think that was super duper funny and just something to to work on their fine motor even or just I would get a real good idea of what people can do too by just flashing that right I love plate. that one I did that with someone on a on a live episode on YouTube we we played that game together we were talking about at home learning games this was back when the the whole shutdown started. And I think we tried to draw a face, like eyes, nose, smiley. It's so smiley. funny. It, it turns out so funny. It's so good. I mean, with kindergartners, I think it'd be hysterical. And it doesn't, you know, it's just something fun to do. Yeah. Um, the other one that I have played with my class a lot on rainy days is Doggy Doggy, Where's Your Bone? Do you, remember, do you know that game? I do not. So it goes, Doggy I- Doggy, Where's Your Bone? Somebody stole it from your home. Guess who, Scooby-Doo? Maybe the monkey from the zoo. So what you do if you're in class is somebody gets a, I, I usually just give them a little toy, but it could be a paper bone. It could be, and one, one person is the dog. So the dog goes outside and one person hides the bone, but everyone pretends they're hiding the bone. So you want to look as guilty as possible, even if you don't have it. Okay. And then you do that little chant and the dog walks up and says, do you have my bone? And then, no, I do not. So I thought it'd be really fun to put like a, a real dog, biscuit or it could be a paper one in there take home bags since i'm i'm assuming we're going to make packets yeah for our and then i could i used remind last round so i could just send a message to the parents so i could tell the night before i said okay these two or three kids are going to get to be hiding the bone this game that is a genius idea i love I that i think they could actually you know look at their friends faces and i could kind of keep track and they could say do you have my bone and they i think they think that was really funny and i then think if you that guess is... it you get yeah. to be the the dog next time. That's awesome. And the idea of using Remind to communicate those little secrets with parents is, is a great idea too. I was trying to think of how we could do that like while you're live, if you Zoom chatted with, you know, individually with the parents, but the idea of Remind beforehand, what a fun way to do secretive stuff on Zoom. That's cool. Yes. And, you know, I'm assuming that the parents are going to have to be with me for a good part of this just at the beginning to get used to this. So, you know, these are all kind of beginning of the school year yes. game that I think would be fun. Um, I'm assuming too that parents are going to want to be like, I, I think about as a, as a, a dad myself, when my kids went to kindergarten for the first time, like that's a, that's a big step for the parents too. And in the spring, they already knew you, like the parents knew, you know, Mr. J and they knew your routines, they knew the class, but with this being, yeah, they, step, they pretty much ditched me in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope, I would I'm hope like, that back, they would just do back. it. <laughs> but um, the beginning of the school year, I'm thinking just you know, they have to log off and come back at certain times. It's yeah. going to be a little, it'll be interesting. I, everyone's in the, here's the only thing that's good about, there's nothing good about a pandemic, but that we're all in this together. It's not yes. just my school. I mean, everybody's feeling the same stress. 
everybody's technology levels are different. Mm -hmm. Mine have improved greatly, and I <laughs> they have. I but um, is that thanks to your daughter or because you've worked at it? <laughs> Hello. Yes, my personal assistant may be coming to school with me if she's not if she's zooming from home. She might get to come with me, and then I can holler at her if I need something. Okay, Mine here's another one. Olivia has done the same. She's like, Dad, you don't know how to do this. And I'm like, No, I don't know how to do that. Sorry. <laughs> no, she set up my uh, speaker this morning on my phone. Nice. And, um, Anyhow, I mean, I could have done it. It just might have taken a few extra steps. She's like, mom, just leave it alone. But anyhow, um, you know what? Another one that's really fun to do and easy to, I, I'm assuming everybody's going to make some kind of packets to send home to, with kids. I can't imagine that. I mean, I run a boatload of stuff at school. Why wouldn't I right. still run it and send it? So we don't have any of those logistics, but I did it last round, but I just think it's going to be more at the beginning, more crafty, more engaging, more, yeah, you know. They're going to have to have something. And they're gonna have to do stuff with me so mm -hmm. that I can explain and everything, not just that we didn't have homework per se the last round as much, but um, I wanna do activities, crafts together, you know, phonemic awareness things together. But anyhow, so another one would be really fun is I have who has. And my friend That's... of mine, PK, said that um, you could, I just loved this idea. We're the beach buddies in my class. So mm -hmm. how fun if I put 24 beach items in everybody's bag and then I have to say, just especially to learn their names. I have a beach bucket. Who I'm Miss Giordano. Who has a Oh, that's a great suit. idea. And then they could say their name. I am Kim. I have this. I am Jane. I have that. And so everybody gets a turn to play I have who has. So I love that'd be that. kind of And then let's see, what else do I have? Okay. And then I'm all about the puppets. I love puppets and I'm yep. lucky I have a ton of them. And so I was thinking, I did a lot of scavenger hunts with my kinders the last round just to get them up and moving. So most of the things we've talked about right now are kind of like one person talking or, right. you know, so how do I get everybody doing something? So I'm going to have like Sammy's snake scavenger hunt or, you know, somebody, some kind of puppet that I have and probably several times a week, we'll do some kind of scavenger hunt. And I was thinking of the snake is going to pull out of a bag and he's going to tell them what they need to look for, which all align to whatever we're learning. If it's something that starts with the letter A, if it's colors, if it's numbers, if it's a run, go find something that rhymes with pig, run around your house, got a minute, come back, show me what you found. I love it. So that is really that's really fun to do. And then, um, well, the thing about that too, is it gives them something to look forward to. Like if they know, all right, Mr. Daniel's got puppets. Like last time we did a snake, I, like they, they need something to look forward to just like as if they were walking through your classroom door. Oh yeah. My buttons bear came to every session. He's our kind of class mascot. He came to every session before. And then I'm kind of obsessed with the Mandalorian, that new uh, yeah. star. And you know, that little baby Yoda. Yep. Oh my God, it's so adorable. <laughs> so he's gonna be my um, word Jedi or my word master. Oh, that's and awesome. So have, he's only gonna be for words, but I usually teach a sight word or two a week right away. So I'm thinking he's gonna hold, but you know, have, a, have the word and pull out the word of the day and will they be a, you know, the sight word master or whatever it is. They're I think that would that. be really, um, let's see, what else? Okay, Simon says, how easy is that? 
and let the kids just different kids could be the Simon Simon says put your hands on your head Simon says you know and let the kids tell someone could be the person who's telling everybody what to do just to get them moving That's There's part, all you know, we do those we do those at the beginning of the year anyway right like in our classroom I'm always doing those things Simon says go find your cubby Simon says walk to the lineup spot Simon so the cool part about that is you could even do that with um like like Simon says mute yourself Simon says unmute yourself Simon says turn off your video and you could teach your Zoom Practice stuff that all way. Those skills. Yeah. Yes. Simon says, show me your green circle for yes. Simon says, show me right. your red circle for no. You know, your supplies, you know, where do you put your cap on? All those things. That would be really great. That's a super idea. So um, Simon says it would be fun. And then, um, oh my gosh, minute to win it games. I was Googling those to see what I could do with Kinders and on Zoom. Yeah. So um, a couple of them were really fun. My, my friend Michelle actually did this with her TK class. She did... She sent them home a little baggie of squares and a straw. Uh -huh. And they, she had them put the square, like little tiny paper squares. And she had them see in a minute how many could they suck up and put in a bowl. Oh, that's a cool idea. So, I mean, that's really simple. And, you know, a straw doesn't cost anything. You just put little tiny pieces of paper. And she said it was, they thought it was really fun. And then once she told me that, I'm all, okay, what about the kind where you, you know, um, I think it's like mini marshmallows. You suck those up and try yep. to put them in the bowl or actually blow them across your table. Or see how far they can go, yeah. I'm even thinking mm -hmm. with the, the little paper squares too, like that could be a counting activity. You could even write on the squares, like letters of the alphabet and then have to suck them up and put them in the bowl in order, like find A, find B, find C. The you letters of your name. Yeah, what a the cool idea. Air, letter. So that would be definitely getting them i think that's engaging and gets them moving and you know their cardiovascular going a little there bit you go, yeah. <laughs> and they're only drooling at their house instead of your house <laughs> um let's see what was another one well the letters of, and then what she said she did is she said okay i'm putting on a timer and she <laughs> i don't remember what let's say it's a marshmallow no right. pump the little pom-poms and she said all right put it on the floor go see how far you can blow in your house and then come back and tell me where you made it like to the bedroom <laughs> to the bathroom to the kitchen i thought oh my gosh that would be so funny that is fun I some of my kids from last year though they i would never get them back but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like wait wait wait, wait, wait come back <laughs> come back when you hear those you have to have a really loud timer <laughs> yes the bullhorn come on yeah. back and then um let's see what was another one i had oh so stories there are so many as soon as i start thinking about kind of what kind of books have movement yes to them. so instead of just sitting and hearing a story um there's the one from air carl um head to toe as soon as you said stories movement that's the first one i thought of from head to toe and Great that book. is so perfect i have a big book of it that i can Great. share and then it says i can touch my head can you do it i can touch my toes can you do it i mean it's so perfect for a brain break That's or even one. starting your day and so um and what about like going on a bear hunt would be perfect too going to have mm -hmm. a march around their house they could climb the mountain in their own house that's a, i have not thought i mean i've read so many stories over zoom to classes i've never once thought to do that kind of stuff one. and yeah. i think i lots of those kind of books at the beginning of the school year so i can and then you can also tie in a sight word with that because it's like can you do it? Maybe you want the word to be can, right. so you can be like holding up that word can while they do it and tying in some other things. Um, the other one that I love is going to the zoo. And um, I can't see, I have to look up. There's a, if you just Google going to the zoo, there's 
tons of them, but it's a, it's writ, it's written as a song. Mama's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow. Oh yeah. Zoo. Mama's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. We can play all day. And then it says we're gonna go see the monkeys scritch, scritch, scratching, and the elephants trunk swaying and so how fun would that be you're singing a song you're reading a story but they are moving through the whole thing that is such a good idea so i think books are going to be my friend and i and i'm not right now going to talk about online books i did lots of those because my kids were older right and they could handle it but i really am working on can't wait to come to kindergarten and see miss giordano in person Mm -hmm. you know she reads really fun stories and we're really active and I think that's a perfect, a perfect way to approach it. And I think that a lot of us could, could use that reminder. I know it, we're so involved right now in, in this, how do we create an online learning space? How do we, but we can't let that take away from us, the teacher. And, and one of the things I always use when I talk about technology is that a quote that I use that technology is just a tool, just like any other resource in your classroom. And we need to remember that with zoom and online learning too, that, you are still the most important part of this as the teacher and, and the computer is just another tool like your books and your resources. So I love these ideas. That's great. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. Let me tell you two others that I thought of. Do you know the book? Don't push the button. I yes. think our, it's such a cute book and they have to put, he keeps pushing the button. So right. that's just another thing which gets them moving and, you know, saying no, don't push the button. Anything to, everybody gets to participate and not just sit, you know, sitting and listening just in, general in person for a story you can just see them bouncing all over at the beginning of the school year you know so i'm thinking i can't expect them to just sit still right and listen to me for two hours i uh, two hours is gonna be a long time <laughs> okay here's one other good one how about caps for sale i love caps for oh sale yes Kelly, and he felt his red cap and his blue caps yep. and his you know so kind of research the, your book library and I think things are going to pop out that you're all oh, this would be perfect for um distance learning because the kids are moving they're getting I to love make that well this is amazing you have given ideas that I know to I've been like taking notes I'm like Trisha I need to share these with you so teachers if you're listening to this pull your car over write these down come back to it later <laughs> listen to them because these these are amazing Kim so thank you so much for doing this so can I squeeze we- in one more yeah yeah, yeah. go go sorry okay. I didn't mean to cut you off no, this is the last one I have, actually. I think I got through all of them, but t- I have a big, giant dice in my classroom, yeah. a big, huge one, and I don't know how well that will work on, on Zoom. Maybe I'll need to use a smaller, but you roll a dice, and then if they have, like, the number one, they have to do one jumping jack. If I roll the dice and they get number five, they have to do uh, hop on their foot five times. Perfect idea. So you could even give the kids, a, well, I'm going to give them a dice anyways, or two right. for their math. Uh, toolkit, but how fun if you make a chart? I've seen some online. If you made a chart, and so someone else could be in charge of rolling the dice. Oh, it doesn't that's have a great to idea. be. Yeah. And then they're gonna. I will say, okay, now you roll the dice, and everybody can get take turns telling the class what they have to do. That is so awesome. Just- All right, Kim. Thank you so so much for these ideas. I know I myself am really excited to share these with my wife to to use them in her own Zoom sessions. I kind of want to use them with kids that I interact with on Zoom. Uh, I love my favorite part of this was that you're focusing on the student and engaging them. And I think that's what we need to remember when we go back that, that they need to know us and they need to know each other and they need to, I, you use the word want, they need to want to come to this every single day, just like they would want to come to our classroom every day. I know this actually the timing of you asking me to come and do a session on play with you 
this was perfect for me too, because it actually got me excited and doing some research about what I can, what I can do. And they're easy. That part is easy. Yes. That's what I loved about these is these are, there's really no prep to this at all. Like it's just fun stuff to keep your kids engaged. And I think one of the things I talked about with, um, well, our friend, Dr. Lori Elliott, her and I were talking on a recent episode and, and she used the thing. She goes, teachers need to be having fun too, because kids are going to know when you're not. And, and I think that's a really important tip to remember that you can't show your stress on these screens. You can't act like you're not engaged and wanting to be there. And all of the ideas you share today are going to allow teachers to have fun while they're teaching those kids over these screens. I know they, we just have to remember they're, they're little kids. They're the same kids that will be in your classroom, hopefully sooner than later. And what would you do in your classroom? You wouldn't have them sit right. and stare at you and read 10 books, you know, or do slide after slide after slide on academics. I mean, you're not going to do that at the being school. It's like, we read a story, then we get up and move, and then we do a craft, and then we come back, and then we, you know, do something else. And so you need to be thinking, what would I be doing in the classroom anyhow? Yes. And we'll do the best we can and hope that we all get to be together, you know, sooner than later. Um, but you've actually gotten me excited to, well, to try these. So it's really fun. Hey, that's what teachers help Thanks. each other out. That's what we do. So before we go, um, I know everybody's going to want to keep up with you after these amazing ideas. So how can everybody find you, your website, Instagram? What's the best way to follow everything uh, you? Oh my gosh. Well, I think the most current that I'm always, I'm on Instagram every day. I just got to 25,000 followers. On all <laughs> I, I love, I love having That's that conversation. A big deal for me. <laughs> it's a slow process. No, you, you're rocking that, my friend. I just remember a couple of years ago, we were trying, how do we, how do we get your numbers up? And you were, you were working at it, but I mentioned it earlier in the episode, your Instagram is phenomenal. Like oh, the ideas you. you're sharing, the, the crafty stuff that I always see, I, I tell people about that all the time. So Kinder by Kim on Instagram. Kinder by Kim. In fact, any way you want to find me, it's Kinder by Kim. Kinder by okay. Kim Facebook page. Kinder by Kim's blog spot, um, Kinder by Kim, and not on Twitter so much anymore. So just basically Instagram is the number one. You'll get something from me every day. It's pretty rare. You don't see something posted from me on there. And I just do stuff that's in my classroom, things that work for me. And I get so excited. People think I must live in the dollar store, but I kind of <laughs> do because it's close. I've been putting on my mask and going to the dollar store and I feel like, oh, well, I got something new and exciting. So it's, it's easy. Let's yeah. share it with everybody. Um, so I'm, I'm really thankful that you invited me today and I hope everyone's school year gets off to a fantastic start and yes. we can do this, right? We can do it all together and just all the sharing and, and uh, of ideas and people are being so willing to explain to each other and helping everybody out has been really, really wonderful. Yeah. I was just talking with someone about that the other day that the, the, if we can find positives in all of this, one thing is the networking that's going on with educators. I mean, I've seen more ideas shared in the last four months than I've ever seen shared. Uh, I mean, people are always sharing ideas, but the conversations going back and forth between teachers right now are pretty phenomenal. So I think that's a good point and, and a great way to end this. And we'll link everything below. So Kim's links, uh, Instagram handle, everything will be down below. We'll type up these ideas too and put them down below for you too. But uh, check the show notes and, and thank you um, so, so much, Kim, for, for joining us today. Thank you, Adam. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to hear more music like what you're hearing right now, visit cuckookangaroo.com. And then please like, share, and rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it so others can find it too. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Because you are the best.